Hey, you busy? Mm-mm. Okay, let me run something past you real quick. It's been a long time. She shouldn't have left you without a dope beat to step to step to. Listen, you know I want to go into the whole singing thing, but I have a lot to cover because I went to the doctor yesterday. Mm-hmm. Remember the thing we talked about with the left breast and the mammogram and me feeling unction to go ahead and just out of the blue, just go get a mammogram because they told me to go get it 10 years prior to my mother being diagnosed with her first breast scare and all of that. Okay, okay, fast forward because you should be up to date by now from our previous convos. But it was a mammogram, scary. Went and got an ultrasound on the breast, scarier. And my doctor was like, ah, let me just check you one last time before we go ahead and tell you what the next steps are. Went ahead and checked your girl. Everything is fine. All you have to do now is just call me Lumpocil Skin, axing over the lump, because apparently I just have cystic breast, which means that cysts come and cysts go, but this particular cyst, see what I did there, S-I-S, uh, just has lumpy breasts, whatever, potato sacks, if you will, whatever, long as my husband loves me, you heard me. Uh, so the next steps is just that I get a ultrasound on that particular breast every six months just to be safe. And I do my own little checks in between and I go for my annual and listen, God is good. Come on, saints, let's give him a hand clap of praise. Yes, sir. Yes, I told you. Listen, I told you, and I knew low-key, you knew, okay, everything was going to be okay, but it was just the, you know, the dun-dun-dun because of the way that it was delivered. But we're cool. We are delivered, and everything is good. It's good. We still can, you know, jump up and down in these streets. She did recommend that I take vitamin E tablets, uh, supplements, which I went immediately after that particular appointment to go get because... I don't know if it's because of the cysts or what have you, but there's like an extreme tenderness there through all the checkups, even the ultrasound. She was like, you're hurting that bad, which was, you know, another person. But three different people in three different times was like, are you are you sensitive? Is your time a month? And when I told my GYN, I was like, it hurts all the time. She was like, oh, go ahead and take them vitamin E tablets and you'll be cool going forward so if you know anyone that is suffering from extreme sensitivity which I just thought was just you know breasts as you get older I had no idea but if you know go ahead and recommend them vitamin e tablets because I went and got me the little oil gel looking ones and I only took it for a day so I can't tell you I feel extremely good but I'm sure it's gonna work out if she went ahead and said to go get it but my next topic kind of came from the fact that I called people up or the particular person up, and I was sharing the news. And in sharing that news, you know how people kind of, we have that conversation where you kind of update me on a whole bunch of stuff in one conversation. It's like we haven't talked for a while, so let's just park here and get all the information. And in the conversation of sharing the great news about it's nothing to be scared of, the doctor just said, get my six-month ultrasound or whatever for the left breast, the person I was talking to brought up someone that we know mutually and was like, Whatever happened to that person? And we went into the stories, not gossiping, because, we, you know, we don't talk about nobody's grandbaby. But it was just hilarious to me that when I zoom out and look at the person that was 
and mention. It was like, wow, what a chameleon. Like, this person wanted to talk about gain affiliation when he was around people that he felt like, I don't know, possibly intimidated by, or, you know, when, whenever that person was in church, then they was super de duper, you know, spiritual.com backslash. Oh, you're the Bishop. Oh, okay. And then you see what I'm saying? Just like it, whatever the crowd was, that's what the transformation within the character produced, which was this weird to me, which then having that conversation I realized, oh my gosh, I think people do that on a scale, either subconsciously or, or consciously, on a minute level. It doesn't have to be the grandiose where you're like, bruh, now you're getting face tags because you got a friend who got, like, that's just weird. But I feel like we do kind of conform to our audience. I told my husband the other day, I said, you know, this whole thing with the breast scare and all of that just led to me wanting to live the most freest and truest form of life that I can possibly live. And I told him that one of the benefits of being with him is that I actually feel my most freest, like my truest, most authentic being. I feel like I have arrived and I'm continuing to strive in that vein, but it is particularly due to who I'm paired with. And I told him, I said, you are the first person that I dated that I didn't try to find out what you liked and gather that information and then went into the superwoman booth and then tried to go ahead and contort myself to be that and then bust up, open the telephone booth and then did, ta-da, here I am, all the stuff that you like. Dun, dun, dun. And then the cape is this doing, you know, for dramatic effect the cape is going in the air because it's all the colors and things and threads and things that you like and then somewhere in that fabric I forgot to go ahead and choose the hymn of what is truly me and I just thought to myself how many people are in bondage to that level like, really just think about it. When we were talking about the person prior on the phone, I was laughing to myself like, yeah, that's crazy. Until it was time to reflect on me. I literally had relationships in the past where I found out what they liked and I tried to become that. And I think that just kind of coming tearing a page out of my own book and just being true to my own testimony it wasn't a matter of wanting to purposely lose myself more than it was wanting to connect to someone that I found to have potential oh you like the party girl I knew darn well she wasn't no lounge club nothing I didn't even have lounge clothes I didn't even have the clothes to go do it like, everything I wore just felt like it was too long, too covered up. I looked like I was going to first and second service in the church, to be honest. I felt extremely like, oh, I'm the girl on the line wearing a coat. That's how I knew I was displaced. It was like, ma'am, do you see that she has a bikini on? And then here you are with the whole astronaut trying to keep warm. Because my thing was, why do I, why do I want to be shivering, waiting on the line, and that's ridiculous. And I knew something was wrong when people were tapping me that I was going with and was like, you want to leave that in the car, in the trunk? I was like, no, it's cold. You don't see the degrees? It's, it's ridiculous. And I just thought to myself, isn't that the number one way to entrap your own freedom? 
to actually be so engulfed in what someone else is looking for and what someone else wants that you forget, oh my goodness. Isn't that why we all feel like uh, the good guy finishes last? Because having a conversation amongst women, you will not find... I want the guy who is consistently stable, who, you know, the things that you are describing, he's looking at himself and he's like, that's not me, which I feel like the most dangerous question in all of the U.S. of the A is, so what kind of person do you like? Oh, my goodness. Can we just pause there? Daters all over the world. (laughs) daters all over the world if you are currently in the dating stage in the dating arena in the dating path please do not ask that question and I know why you're asking that question you're trying to see let me see if the kind of person that you like is within me because if not I don't want to waste my time and I get that but I think a better more important question above anything else uh well, there are a whole bunch of other questions you should be asking, but a better question opposed to that form would be, what are you looking for in this stage of your life? And that's when you need to navigate, are you looking for friends with benefits? Are you looking for dating with the potential to marry? Are you looking for, nope, just chilling because I came out of something serious 0.5 seconds ago. So what are you looking for as far as title and in the dating field? Not what are you looking for in a woman? Because let's just be honest, the, the mere purpose or reason why they're talking to you is because there was something about you that they didn't like. Right. Somebody says I'm hungry. They go to the restaurant. None of the waiters say. So what kind of food do you like? (laughs) You clearly came here because there was something in this restaurant that piqued your interest. Same thing in the dating realm. If someone came up to you or is aligning themselves to you with the understanding of, I want to get to know you to see where this goes, the last thing I want to know is what do you look for in a person. I want to know that the person that you are and the person that I am is going to uh, pair together nicely because I'm trying to avoid anything that looks like relational conflict. That is what you're doing. But women... I think men too, but more so women. You'll change your hairstyle for certain dudes. I remember speaking to a a, a co-worker of mine, and she was talking to a dude that didn't like her natural fro. So girl was wearing weaves and wigs and was even considering getting a perm. And I was like, and of course, our fellow co-workers didn't have too much nice things to say um but I think that to give women a little bit of slack we are natural nurturers which I think the underbed tone of that is people pleasing and I think that it is so easy for a woman to lose herself in a title be it girlfriend be it potential girlfriend be it wife mother what have you work all E, all of the above. I think it is so easy for us to lose ourselves because we are adaptable to our environment. So if you are, that's why it's very important to make sure that commonalities are really highlighted in the 
onset of anything that you are approaching. Do not ever, ladies in particular, do not ever go anywhere in your life and ask them what are they looking for in you. No, 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 no. I need you to go to every establishment, every title given, every hat that you wear and say, let me see if what I offer is compatible to what this particular opportunity presents. That's how I want you to approach everything. No longer are we trying to line up and scooch down and change our posture and squeeze our feet too small and, or lengthen our hair too long or whatever. Which No, no, no. I am who I am who I am, sir. When I met my husband, I was, my, I was on the brink of being my most truest form because I just got tired of being hunchback of Notre Dame. That's not me. I am tall. I am slim. I am a gangster for Christ. I like gangster music. The clean versions, because I can't do too much of the bleep bleeps. I like this. I like that. I don't like that. These are my hard stops. Absolutely not. These are my, I'm willing to compromise. These are my, I understand my flaws. These are, you're going to have to accept that. Have a nice day. I roll my neck when I talk. I, I talk with my hands because I'm from New York. I, I like Tim's. I also like heels. Which is all of this kind of going well for you thus far? Okay, cool. So then maybe we can go somewhere. But like prior to him, I had people that were like, oh, I want you to get gold caps. I think that that's cute because I met someone who was from a particular community <laughs> in a certain state. I will not give too much away where he deemed it sexy to have a bottom row. You know, he wanted me to do the pinky thing, take my lip, pull it down. And it was just like, hmm. No, can't say that I do. <laughs> I don't. That ain't me, bro. He wanted me to be the Jordan enthusiast where, you know, he wanted us all to have matching sneakers and Jordans. And ah, she's more of a Vans girl. You know, can't say that I do. Don't want to do it. Uh, and, and I can go back at every failed situation and scene where they tried to contort a part of me that I was like, sir, that's not me. Very sorry. It's not me. And let me just say, there is a huge difference in someone enhancing a part of you than someone trying to morph a part of you. Be very clear when you feel like, dang, I feel like <laughs> you are trying to dilute the parts of me that I'm okay with. But you're just like, eh. You know, if you were a little bit more this, a little less this, you have all these different orders. And by the time that you finish ordering off of my menu, I feel like you created a whole brand new restaurant. You see what I'm saying with that? And so that's chameleon when it comes to relationships. But don't people do it at work too? You ever seen, <laughs> you ever call somebody at their job and was like, oh, that's your work voice. Hello, good afternoon, ma'am. You like, Brush stop, it's me. <laughs> you picked up like I was one of you. I'm like, oh, sorry, I thought you was one of my. Yeah, like you put on. You re like if if there was a battery switch pack on the back of your neck, put it back to regular, cause you went straight to professional setting. What was that? How many batteries is that taking? You know, you see what I'm like. You ever met that person that you're like, why are you trying to be a wordsmith? And you sh and I've seen your emails. 
your vernacular right now on the one-on-one, I, I see what you're trying to do. You're trying to be the TI expeditiously. I see what that is, but your emails is clearly your struggle. You know, spell check is even having a hard time assisting you. You don't have to try to appear more knowledgeable than what you are. We know who you are. It's okay. You don't have to try to pretend to be anything extra. Isn't that the same thing with, with church? Why some of us kind of loathe all Christianity and everything church? Because you have people in there that just looks, you know, holier than thou. And meanwhile, they backsliding more than the, than the kids in the park playing bumper cars on a slide, on a wet slide at that. Because back in the day, my cousins and I used to get on a slide and play bumper cars. It's a New York thing. Have a nice day. But why do people try to appear more Christianese and more everything else than what they really are? Isn't that why we feel some kind of way when you like, when you hear that someone fell, you're like, and she was the main one clapping and screaming. That's a good word, Pastor. Like, what in the, he was the main one. Matter of fact, wasn't he leading youth? And wasn't he? And he was in-depth in that part of the ministry. And we feel some kind of way because we feel like we thought what you were presenting was your truth. Isn't that the issue when we see certain pastors preach? While all of a sudden y'all all sound the same? Ha! And, um, and, 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 and God said, ha. and like, what, where are y'all getting that tone from? Why is everybody uh, sweating and patting like that? Where did y'all develop that pastor stutter? Where did you get that hoop and that holler? Huh? Okay. Um, and I know what it is. Somewhere across the line, you watch someone preach and you admire them. And then for some reason, what do we do? Like we do in all life. You see something that you admire and you kind of clone it. But you forgot to let go of the parts that's not you. If you don't talk like that on the phone with nobody else, if you don't talk like that at the family reunion, if you don't pick up your telephone and, and I don't hear you say, and hello there, mother. <laughs> and if you don't do that, then why do you talk like that on stage? I don't get it. Let, let me explain something to you because this is getting to the part that it makes me really emotional and I can feel my deodorant saying, bruh, we holding on for dear life and I get it. Let me let you know what you can always hold me accountable to. I'm going to always be me. And if there is a part of me that I feel like I need to kind of amp or emphasize in one area, then I owe to myself and to my truth that I will zoom out and say, okay, if you feel the need to be that at work, then you need to be that either A, all the time, or B, lose it at work. Meaning I strive to make sure that I am one person all the time and that I carry one posture in all chairs. I do not want to change and dissect and I don't want to do all that. So when I, because that is important to me, I do kind of look out and look at other people like, well, why do you do it that way? I don't want to talk to people in the church parking lot different than I would speaking to people off of the, the church platform. I don't want to do that. So 
I don't care the level of influence that I ever get. I'm going to always speak to you like I'm your homegirl. Because that's true to me. If I feel like, oh, man, but you can't speak to the president that way, then I need to change how I speak overall. Don't get it twisted. I'm not saying I don't feel the need to change. I'm saying if I feel the need to change in one area, then I need to make it in every area of my life. I cannot be one way only in one circumstance because I don't want to compartmentalize life. I don't want you like, (laughs) she does not sound like that when I call her. You see what I'm saying with that? So I have made and I have solemnly duly sworn to myself one mascara, one eyelash set, that's just it. If I feel like I got to change up and, and no, because wait, because such and such is here. No, I'm not doing all that. And I would love it if other people did the same. I need your truth to match your performance. Like why? I, I will never understand. Why do people buy expensive clothes and designer items and all of that and your bank account doesn't reflect that you got it like that why why and I understand the premise of it is to feel good to feel like you're not left behind yes you want the newest iPhone you don't care how many they just came out with one but do you know how much retail price that is? If you got to put that thing on a monthly installment plan, you don't have it. Let's just be real. Stop trying to be a chameleon for the streets. Like, for what? It doesn't make sense to me. You want the flashiest car and the flashiest home. Why? So, And then your bank account continues to look like a series of donuts? How many O's, sir? How many O's, ma'am? Like, what kind of alphabet soup is that of just O's? It doesn't make any sense. You're parenting. Are you stunting for the gram? Are you putting up all those selfies and look what we're doing? And, 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 and. You know what? Can I just go ahead and pause there real quick? That's one of the major reasons why I stopped posting uh, my family as much as I used to once I got married. Because I didn't like the heat of feeling like when you didn't post something, people were trying to figure it was almost like a silent statement of like, I wonder if they still together. I wonder if her, her son is. And I and not saying that they were just asking for me. I'm putting my hand in the air. I, I would do the same thing. She hasn't posted her and such and such in a while. I wonder if they still together. And that bothered me that I even thought that way. The pulse of your relationship status or the health of your relationship is contingent on how much you post come on bro think about the people that that change relationships the way that they change clothes and see how much they post and really go back to your barometer of health check and really say you really sure that posting a whole bunch is a surefire way of saying yeah they're gonna make it through Because I went from posting my husband all the time and my children all the time to being like, you know what? No rule. Anything that means something to me gets kept closer to my heart than it is on a post. Because for a while, I was just doing it. It was just my online photo album. I ain't even going to hold you. I, I actually just said to myself the other day, I need to make a photo album because long gone are the days, right? It's like we used to go to the house and be like, oh, and pick up a photo album that's on the bookshelf or something and look at it. Now you just like, oh, let me pull up my Facebook. 
or let me pull up my Instagram or let me pull pull up, you know, your camera roll, which is letting you know you running out of room because you got 5,000 million trillion pictures in there. I just want us all to get to a place that we zoom out on what we're doing and we really, really make sure, and this is always going to be my saying, make sure that your postcard matches your island. Make sure that your performance matches your truth. And if there's any part of your life that you feel like, yeah, I really do, <laughs> I put on a little bit more than the average bear in in this particular area of my life, you should go back and ask yourself one or two questions. Either I need to amplify that in all areas of my life or I need to let that go. Because that is the surefire way of exploring that you are being phony in an area. To me, my definition, not Merriam Webster's, my definition of phony is why do you only do it there in that portion of your life and you don't do that everywhere? How come? Is it because you feel like, yeah, I really feel like I'm, I don't want to impress the people at work the way that I want to impress the people at church? Then why do you feel the need to impress people, period? Then why do you feel the need to impress them in that way? So my challenge to you, because you know what these conversations are, they are life-provoking conversations. My, my challenge to you is please do not adjust your performance for the audience that you deem to be valuable. You are valuable, every part of you. And if you are still in the classroom of learning certain things about you and you're kind of trying to decide the way that we do with clothes with the goodwill, what to keep and what to let, you know, let go of or what to kind of know, that would be good. I just need more accessories. And no, that gets to stay. If you're still deciding that within the inner fabric of you, please don't wear anything different until you've solidified this is my truth. Do not change in relationships. Do not change up in jobs. Do not change up anywhere else where you have not confirmed that that is the authentic fabric of you. Otherwise, in my opinion, which is a good opinion, it is the recipe for being phony. I want for you to be talking to someone and then someone that you deem valuable. So let's just say you speaking to somebody at, you, you, you were a co-worker at lunch and you sitting across the table and you talking to your co-worker one way and then someone taps you on your shoulder and behind you and that's somebody from church and you deem the church person more valuable. If your vernacular changes from you sitting at the table with your co-worker to you turning around and speaking to someone at church, you have a problem. But this is a good time to identify it because I deem the pinnacle of reaching all things life is you have grown to such a capacity that you love you, you are comfortable being you, you are proud of who you become, that you can actually be exactly that in all compartments of your life, which would then kill the need for you to compartmentalize you being one way in one area. You see where I'm going with that? So I pray that this conversation resonated true to you in some aspect. And you're like, you know what? I do act differently around my friends than I do with my family members. And you could try to hide behind, well, I'm more comfortable with. And 
they know me better or I, I don't feel the need to put on, you know, these people are, but honestly, your level of comfort should be in all areas of your life. Or you, you need to either say, A, I need to try to reach a level of comfort in that area or B, this takes too much of me being uncomfortable to stay here. So I don't want to be here. No, I know that I'm always going to understand that there's a different way you speak to family than you do with, with, you know, people that you work with. I get that. But then you need to switch how you talk, period. Like, if I was on the phone with my cousin right now, I would be jonesing, cracking up, making fun of people, just like, you know, it is what it is. And I will be doing the same. I will probably curb it, but then that will make me go ahead and ask myself then, how you your idea of funny and joking probably is not suitable because if you got to change that up in front of the president or in front of whomever, then that means that, you know, maybe you need to grow out of that. It's time to grow up. That's a G-check for me. And I'm giving you a real-life example of what happened to me. I was like, wait a minute. I wouldn't talk like this if this was in front of someone that I deemed valuable or someone that I wanted to impress or what I don't like the, the term impress. Someone that I want to view me highly. You see what I'm saying? This wouldn't be the way that I speak. And so after a while, I was like, then I need to decide if I'm going to keep it or if I'm going to drop it. Like a goodwill situation. And that's exactly the challenge that I'm giving you. I want you to zoom in on your life. And then zoom out and ask yourself, do I switch up in certain areas, in certain arenas, in certain audiences? Does my performance change? Have I become the actual prop instead of the actor of my own life? Wait a minute. And then you need to go ahead and do the necessary changes. And I feel like you got what you needed. But as my good, good nanny says, all right, I ain't going to hold you. Go ahead and do the work that needs to be done. I feel like you know exactly what needs to be done. And I'm proud of you for, for already making the decision to do so. You feel me? All right. I'll talk to you later. And she is delivered. Still be excited about that because I am. <laughs> later. <laughs>